Do you know what Chugi is? No. Oh my gosh, Kent. So this is like the new TikTok word, and it's a word made by Zillennials for Millennials or whatever, Gen Z. And it's Chugi, and it's like a description of like fashion or a trend or an act that Millennials do that's like super basic and out of trend now. now. Oh. So like Chugi stuff. I guess, I don't want to offend anybody, but, like, Uggs are chuggy. Oh. Or, like, Chevron Stripe is chuggy. Like, all this stuff. Or, like, boys wearing khakis, chuggy. It's, like, kind of taking over the internet. Boys wearing khakis is always chuggy. It's always been chuggy. Yeah, it's it's interesting, though. Like, like Starbucks, those tumblers, chuggy. Oh. So, everything Basically, anything. Yeah. Anything that was ever on in trend for our generation. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of trends, do you remember those, like... 17 magazines that you would like pick up at the okay I have a funny story actually the one time I when I was really young I didn't know you had to pay for magazines and so I was at the grocery store Are you kidding? in Chase I grabbed like four and I just walked right out behind my mom no, no one stopped me <gasps> and we get to the car and my mom was like Kennedy yeah I'm gonna be a lawyer I probably have a criminal record but <laughs> the, my mom was like Kennedy where did you get those magazines I was like oh I just grabbed them she's like you you cannot like you just stole them so she walked me back into the thing and I was so upset I was like crying but I didn't know I didn't know you had to pay for magazines I can't believe you stole from <laughs> grocery store movie theater store bakery <laughs> all florist, in one combined all in one. store massage therapy no, yeah. <laughs> The bosses will see you now. You just thought all magazines were like the Bonami magazine. It's just free for the Shout taking. out. We have Taylor Jack, by the way, coming in at the end of today's pod episode, mm-hmm. talking about Bonami, which is Bonami. a magazine her and three other three. women run. Mm-hmm. They started it during the pandemic. And they're going to be sharing. It's pretty much like I think the mission is to share local businesses mm-hmm. in Kamloops. And it's really cool print media. I haven't seen that in like a super long time. I mean, mm-hmm. all I really get is like flyers to my house. Keep the McDonald's yeah. coupons, get rid of the rest. But besides that, like I feel like I don't ever see like physical magazines. Like no. when I grew up, I was always buying like Archie comics and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I like never really bought the magazines but there was, there was like 17 and like mm-hmm. cosmo and all those oh yeah did i loved those magazines i would buy them all the time whenever i got like a treat from town it would be a magazine but i was only allowed certain ones because i i obviously wasn't allowed 17 until i was at least a teenager really? so like when i was like 9 and 10 i would get like j14 or like tiger beat and they'd be like collages of like justin bieber being like oh, this, my first kiss was actually, like, so great with this. This is what it was like. and Or, like, Demi and Selena are, like, best friends again. Don't worry. And it's, like, oh Inside Scoop. Miley Cyrus is writing, like, a note. Like, it was all Disney Channel stars. They were all, like, a collage in, like, bright colors with, like, the jeans with the tank tops over and, like, the feather boas. Oh, my gosh, yes. And they had, like, the quizzes. Do you remember the quizzes? Oh like, does your crush love you? Does your crush love you? Do like, are you compatible? Mm-hmm. Which is, like, literally what I still do with, like, my horoscope mm-hmm. app. As soon as the yeah. guy starts talking to me, I'm like, what's your sign? Put it into the horoscope app, and it tells me my compatibility, and I'm immediately, like, immediately know. Immediately know. And there, immediately know, there'd be, like, you remember the posters? Like, inside would be a poster of, like, Justin yes. Bieber or, like, Taylor the Jones Brothers. Taylor Lautner was Lautner. in for a while. Mm-hmm. Taylor Lautner was it. He was on the cover of those magazines. He was working the J14, bro. And all of, yeah, and there were, like, little, like, crosswords and games you could play and I remember like 
bumping. The names were like the type, like the topics were like what lip gloss to wear on your first kiss, mm-hmm. like that kind of thing. Seventeen would have like an advice column in the back, and it'd be like what to wear at your boyfriend's house for the first time. When his parents like, are like, home, tips. and you're yeah. seventeen. I'm like, I've still never been to a boy's house when his parents are home. <laughs> what is happening? Right. <laughs> And they would have, like, every winner of America's Next Top Model won a cover right. of Seventeen Magazine. Then I started buying Seventeen Magazine because I was super into America's Next I Top Model. I remember when you were... I do remember, like, looking at them to lo- read, like, the trashy articles, like, occasionally. Mm-hmm. But I've never been, like, a go-to-the-store-buy-a-magazine type no. of girl. Like, it's always Archie Comics for me. I was obsessed. Yeah. I bought, like, the limited edition ones you had to order that came laminated. Like, I loved my Archie Comics. I probably have, like, over That's 200 amazing. Archie Comics still. Yeah. Do you watch Riverdale? No. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't get into it, and I I just felt like, I was like, you're disrespecting the media print. This is when print sometimes is better than electronic, I think. I think it is, too. I think, like, I was, like, reading somewhere about, like, magazines, and they've lost so much money since, like, technology getting increased. Like, you don't think about, like, different jobs being moving along and, and ending, I guess, like, with the economy moving oh that was like so keep going baby keep going but like like magazines like they would make like a billion dollars i read that like canada magazine ad revenue was like a billion dollars in 2005 and now it's like 200 million wow that's insane that's a decrease hey well yeah well according to my math calculations that is a decrease cassandra yeah (laughs) 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 you know in the fast-paced lifestyle it's much easier to just pick up an article articles are free mm-hmm. you go on facebook like everyone has articles posting yeah or like the tea is all on instagram and exactly. twitter and t- uh tiktok like you don't really see oh my gosh what just happened wait let's wait two months for it to come out into a magazine like that's just like hasn't historically been what it's like in the last like 10 years totally just like trends move so fast now i think like, even with TikTok being, like, a new media, it's, like, trends usually go through, like, 10-year cycles, I think, or 20, maybe. Like, I think mm-hmm. the 90s came back a little while ago, right? Everyone was dressing, like, mm-hmm. Jennifer Aniston again. And now it's, like, Y2K, and it's, like, that trend is getting shorter and shorter and shorter, and it's getting so short that, like, something's in style for two months now. So how can a magazine that's a physical yeah. representation, fashion magazine specifically... It's like a physical representation of what to wear for this fall season mm-hmm. is not going to be accurate with things moving so quickly. Well, maybe it's because things catch on so quickly now because mm-hmm. it's like you see it right in front of you. You don't have to wait to see it 12 times in a magazine before you know that it's cool. You see it 12 times on your social media feed, you know it's cool, and all the celebrities are doing it. So then you latch on as soon as you yeah. see them doing it. But then, you know, two months later, there's something completely new. Whereas before, you kind of had to wait for like, this is the season. Mm-hmm. This is the next season. This is the next season. Like, yeah, that's actually yeah. a really good point. I know. Is it? But it's also interesting that like magazines did that for us before. I'm like way back. Like magazines was that one what method that everyone could kind of connect to trends, in like nationally. Like instead of mm-hmm. having newspapers, magazines started being distributed nationally. So then they would connect like everyone to like a trend, and they would connect then globally, like Vogue and things like that. Connect everybody to these trends. Mm-hmm. Was there ever a point that you, like, kind of thought, okay, I can't look at magazines, like, they're negative for me? Because when we even when we talked with Michelle, she said, like, mm-hmm. magazines were for her yeah. as, like, probably social media what is for us. 
like she was seeing like very very thin people and it was kind of glamorizing being so small Mm-hmm. Like I said, most of my attention was towards cartoon characters on Archie Comics, so it wasn't, mm-hmm. like, super aggressive. But I think, yeah, I definitely think so, especially when you're young and you're looking at, like, Selena Gomez and Miley Cyrus. And yes. also they're, like, talking about boys. I'm like, what? Boys? Like, am I behind? Like, hello? Help? <laughs> I think but for you, for what me, about for you? Definitely, definitely thought, like, oh, my gosh, like, these people are so small and tiny and, like, I want to look like them, and it it impacted me negatively. I think more than the fashion magazines, I've always really liked those types. I think it's so interesting to kind of have, like, a lot like what Taylor was saying, like a physical thing that you can capture that shows you what the Mm -hmm. time is like and what pop culture is like at this moment that you can look back in 50 years. I love looking at old magazines that my mom might have kept that from the 80s that say what the trends are like. Like, I find that stuff Mm -hmm. really fascinating. So I do, I like the fashion ones, but the gossip magazines I always really noticed, like, my earliest memory, I was watching the Britney documentary, which we should talk about. I do watch that. And I remember they were talking about all these headlines, like, of Britney Spears, like, going crazy, or Nicole Richie, and Paris Hilton, and all these celebrities being caught in doing different things or half naked or partying, and the way that they had these, like, headlines about these women that impacted me more than maybe like the more fashion ones Uh just how they talked about women and shamed them so publicly on these magazines that really impacted me and be like okay like one I can't act like that like I'm gonna get I'm crazy if I do that like I can't date a bunch of men because if I date men then I'm like a harlot like no one will take me seriously I'm not intelligent if I wear this no totally no and it made me be like wow those girls are so trashy and so Mm -hmm. crazy like poor man that had poor Justin Timberlake poor Justin Timberlake poor Justin Timberlake a sentence that never should be said (laughs) I know but that's like what it made you go through your head like it made me disrespect these in mm. crazy amazing women that I didn't even know mm-hmm. just because of how they were talking about them wow. on a magazine. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, it's such a young age that most people see that, so you're obviously going to be impacted by it. No, I've actually haven't, haven't thought about that, but I, I think that's super, super true and valid. Like uh, we would never see that now. No, but we do see that. We 100% see it it on social media. On social media. We see people getting ripped apart. Yeah. I mean, I haven't picked up, I should have picked up a magazine and some research for this, like, just to see what's going on. But I I still see, like, oh, the latest Mm -hmm. Bachelor couple broken up already on, like, Mm -hmm. magazines. Like, that is still a thing. But also, like, to me, why would you buy that magazine? You literally just Google, are they broken up? I get the actual truth. Because the magazine's probably wrong. That's another thing. It's like, magazines are not really factual anymore. That is so true. I really wanted to make a note of, like, the information is not educational. It is not a peer-reviewed source. You can't <laughs> quote it in your econo- economics papers. Like You can't? You can't. You can't. I'm so, I know. You can't. You can't do it. But I was going to say, like, magazines and, like, navigating what's true and what's false, like, the fake news, you know how it's mm-hmm. such a big thing on Facebook? Mm-hmm. And, like, for us that have been using Facebook forever, we're, we can be like, oh, my gosh, that's fake news. Yeah. Like, duh. We're so used to it. And I think, like, when I was younger and I saw magazines, I didn't have that same, like, ability to be like, oh, that's not real, as maybe somebody that was more comfortable with magazines. Now I can say, like, okay is not a good source. Hello is Daily Mail. Not Those aren't good sources. The people is pretty legit. 
But some people, it's probably <laughs> true. No, it is. Really? Like, because they, because they, they like get paid, and there's more of like a a transaction involved between um. like the celebrities. So it's more accurate information. So if it's in people, it's probably true. If it's in any <laughs> of the other ones, it's totally made up. Interesting. I didn't oh. know that because people's pretty yeah. trashy too. So I was actually kind of shocked. That yeah. Interesting. It's turned itself around. No, that's that's so true. I mean, we don't want to keep. We're not here to trash on magazines. We're trying to expand because we also have a guest today who started their own magazine. But this is a different type of magazine. This is not a no, trash is... celebrities magazine or no, fake it's like news. a supportive, supportive one. There's lots of different types, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like there's addition, like magazines. Like The Economist is a magazine I subscribe to now online, but it was a magazine, and it's Thanks. how people get their information, and it was a really popular way how people like gave information around so like poets used to be like in mm-hmm. magazines when they first went like Edgar Allan Poe started put, publishing in magazines like sure. that was pretty legit the raven. <laughs> the, raven. the raven it used to start there but now I think what's so interesting is like the whole access of information of magazines so mm-hmm. like especially in the U.S., like, Condé Nast is, like, super big, and they just, like, own everything. Mm-hmm. So you have to kind of look at, like, when you are reading these magazines, who owns it and who's, like, paying them to put their ads mm-hmm. in the magazines. Mm-hmm. So you always have to, like, I think what was so great about doing a political science degree was, like, you're just reading newspapers, basically, and trying to figure it out. And you always had to have that in the back of your head, like, okay, who wrote this? who's paying them, whose advertisement is mm-hmm. beside it, and who, like, how are they aligned, like, in their biases. So, like, that was one of the great skills that you get from one of those types of degrees that I think, like, you can take over to the magazine mm, realm. It's like, okay, where is this leaning? Because this isn't a place of truth, but maybe it's a truth for a certain side. But like Even, what? like, the economists yeah. that should be, like, truth I feel like that's such a good that's a really good point I feel like that's also just like a very good life lesson like in life people are always gonna say stuff to you but like you often have to think like why are people telling me this it's most likely for their own benefit in some way and that's not to mean like no one is selfless and no one is doing things for you but there's a very small group of people in your life that will do things and give you advice and want things from you without having an ulterior motive even if it's not a negative ulterior motive but an ulterior motive to benefit them totally a lot of like our biases are unconscious we're not Mm -hmm. choosing accurately to like write down and we're like i'm gonna convince people that i am right on this issue today through my magazine most people aren't gonna probably think that but they're just so ingrained with you that that's how it ends up and it's good to be aware of exactly yeah, I think magazines are so interesting. I love those fashion magazines. It kind of feels like, especially with the internet moving so quickly, it kind of feels like they give you a trend that's a little bit more easy to grasp mm-hmm. or a way to kind of style a trend that you might not know how to based mm-hmm. on like these experts. Hopefully the people writing those ones are experts in what they do and kind of give you like a little community and you can help find your style and things like that. I really enjoy those types of magazines, mm-hmm. especially on the plane definitely and you know what guilty pleasures we all have them so there's no shame in doing that no definitely not but today we did interview someone who is from Kamloops these three Mm -hmm. women four women sorry are from Kamloops BC and they started a magazine pretty much with the mission to support local and promote local businesses in Kamloops and it's interesting it was really shocking to me I was like people starting a magazine like print leaving it it's a free magazine you don't have to buy it um 
that was just so, like, kind of shocking to me. And I was kind of like, whoa. But they started during the pandemic. And to me, it kind of makes sense because I feel like everything has gone so digital and everything is online that it's kind of refreshing to see it. And I also think that, and this might be me being naive, but I do think that a lot of local businesses, because they've had such kind of like a downfall with COVID just naturally, that more people have been more aware of local businesses and trying to support them, uh, at least being more, like, mentally aware, even if they can't support as much as they thought they were before. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it's a good time to bring awareness to local businesses, and it kind of, like, goes hand-in-hand with kind of where society is headed right now. And I could be totally wrong and naive, but that's kind of what I'm saying. I agree with you. I completely want to reiterate, like, what you exactly said. I think that there's something so we need to be so connected to a community right now I think before the pandemic and even like during people lost a lot of their community because they weren't able to travel and see people so they kind of had to look at the spot of where they're situated and for us we ended up all ended up in Kamloops whether that was our intention or not Mm -hmm. and to be able to look at the bright side and find joy in where you are I think people really are like leaning towards, and I think we are leaning towards supporting local too. We understand kind of the economic impacts of not supporting local a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So I think that what they've done is such a great idea, and I love the idea of having a tangible thing you can touch that's like a moment in time and will forever encapsulate mm-hmm. what what's happening in this day. And that connects right? you to the Catholic yeah. community at a level that like not everyone can be at because it's not on social media it's not something that everyone can have it's exclusive in a way yeah I think the exclusivity is actually so interesting and the fact that it's printed I totally agreed when she said that people were so interested in reaching out because there's something so special about being in a tangible magazine like we still grew up with magazines. They did, aren't a thing of a past. We're still, like, kind of... We're zillennials, I guess. Like, we read magazines. So it's a big deal to be featured in a magazine. Like, people all want that and think that, think it's super cool. Totally. Yeah, no, I Special. 100% agree. So we're so excited because we're going to mm-hmm. bring this guest in. So today we have Taylor Jack with us on the podcast. She is representing the three other women that she started this business with. Mm-hmm. She's going to speak to all of them, give them... The omen that they deserve. Let's get started. Let's welcome her to the pod. Welcome. So I'm actually super interested to hear about, like, a little bit about your experience. I'm going to law mm-hmm. school in September in Vancouver. So you, your husband, is from Australia, and that's why you went to law yeah. school? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I moved there in 2015 after I finished my um, Bachelor of Arts at the University of Victoria. Um and then I lived there for a while. And while I was there, I decided to do a law degree. Well, we just love to hear a little bit of background about you and yeah. the, the three girls. So is it three of you total that do this magazine? Um, there's four total okay. now, now that Marissa's okay. involved. It'd be great if you just give like a quick background on the other yeah. girls and kind of like what you guys all do and how you came together, like your roles outside of the magazine and then what you each individually mm-hmm. do. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So a little bit of my background, like I said, I have a Bachelor of Arts in the University of Victoria. I was an English major. And then when I graduated, I moved to Victoria to live with my now husband. We weren't married at the time, but that's a whole story. <laughs> um, and then when I finished um, law school, I was offered a position at the International Criminal Court in the Netherlands. Took up a position there in early 2020, but you guys all know what happened. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Also in early 2020. So my story from then on is probably like painfully familiar for a lot of people. (laughs) I ended up back here after about 10 years of living 
away. The upside is that, you know, I ended up connecting with this really amazing group of women and we've started this project that has been so much fun. So definitely some like unexpected but welcome developments. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the women that I work with, um, we joke that we're a support group that happens to make a magazine. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So we kind of came together quite organically, you know, um, Amanda and I sort of reconnected. She's our graphic designer. And then we realized we needed some photos taken. Um, so Natalie came into the picture and then Marissa was actually featured in our first issue. And then she's come on um, as part of issue two to do our like business development and stuff. Nice. Oh, awesome. So how did the idea of making a magazine kind of come to be? <laughs> The short story is that I have no chill. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Got it. Relatable. Yeah. Let's go. Got it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Amanda and I kind of spring last year, obviously, um, wasn't a lot going on. We were kind of just drinking beer in the backyard and she was saying that she wanted to do something creative. I think what she had in mind was that we would do, you know, some collaging over a couple glasses of wine. <laughs> And, uh, and you're like, no, no, a full next. published magazine. No. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'll send you my business yeah. plan. Okay, so you're Cassandra in a nutshell, essentially. <laughs> yeah, that's essentially what happened. And I was lucky enough that Amanda was game. She's like, yeah, sure, that sounds fine. Not really what I had in mind, but uh, rolled with it. And um, yeah, we kind of just, it sort of happened kind of piece by piece like everyone who work on this is actually kind of a professional at what they do like is a professional at what they do Amanda is a professional graphic designer you know Natalie our photographer professional photographer Marissa um who does our business development she's actually um a marketing and communication specialist with the Royal Inland Hospital Foundation um and you know I have a lot of writing background I do with the editing so all of us are technically professionals but we've never made a magazine before so it was unexpectedly uh it felt often like amateur hour when we were doing like it. this podcast so like we get it yeah. we relate <laughs> totally sorry but can you uh let people know the name of the magazine for the listeners and the oh. kind of story behind the name because it's so unique yeah, so Bonami. I know we picked a difficult word to pronounce whenever we contact people, and I say they're like, "Oh, they're Bonhomie." Yeah, no. <laughs> that's how I read it. But then I actually went on your Instagram, and you have like the pronunciation. I was like, "Yeah, that was that's exactly what I need." Like, I have French eleven. Yeah. That's about it. So that was a good call on Amanda's part. I feel like we should put in here how to pronounce yeah. it so people don't stare at it. Um, but I mean, so I'm an English major at heart love words this is a particularly lovely word <laughs> mm -hmm. um it the definition of it um it means a good natured and easy friendliness especially between a group of people oh, nice. and that's like exactly the feeling that we were chasing when we started this mm -hmm. so i thought it was a good fit and just just a nice word to say mm -hmm. so if you can say it yes yeah, okay. super so <laughs> exactly we practiced so <laughs> meeting number one <laughs> How to say so why did you decide to kind of focus on Kamloops and Kamloops local businesses to be the focus of the magazine? I think, first of all, it was just where we were, too, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I think that was a huge part. <laughs> it's just both here. On the other hand, too, with the pandemic, 
I definitely had a huge paradigm shift, definitely a renowned appreciation for my hometown, having been gone for so long and, you know, growing up here, um, I was born and raised here. Um, you know, by the end of high school, it felt super claustrophobic, (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. right? And, um, you know, I have a real, um, curiosity about people and I love meeting new people and hearing their stories. And I think for a long time, I just didn't think I wanted to be here because I just had, there's so much else that I wanted to Mm do, you know, and, um, then the pandemic happened and I realized that a lot of the stuff that I kind of put as a priority in my life can go away really quickly. (laughs) And suddenly I was back home and it was surprisingly lovely. (laughs) And I think part of that is just celebrating actually how great Kamloops is and how many interesting people there really are here. I think it's quite common for people to grow up here to just feel like you want to leave. And in reality, there is so much going on here and so many cool people, you know, doing these like amazing projects. So it was a chance to kind of, um, yeah, celebrate and acknowledge that paradigm shift as well. I entirely relate to this. I was so desperate to leave Kamloops and go away for university and now being back here, especially during the pandemic, kind of let me really appreciate Kamloops and I don't think there's a better place to be for all this you can get outside it's beautiful and the sense of community Mm -hmm. yeah I think there's like still a small town mentality when in Mm -hmm. reality like it's blossoming Mm -hmm. you know so I think that that's part of it as well like I was talking to one of my family members about this issue and they were asking who's going to be in it and I was listing off people and they were like I haven't heard of any of these people Mm -hmm. Really? That's, that's the point though right and I think that's yeah. what's so exciting is that we might actually help make people think that maybe you don't know everybody mm. in Kamloops already <laughs> totally why did you decide to do like a physical magazine when everything is so online you know I think it's like probably pretty cliche to complain about screens <laughs> because like obviously they've made our lives better mm-hmm. right we couldn't yeah. be doing this without screens mm-hmm. you know so much of especially this year, we've realized that, you know, they're integral to our society. So I'm not going to like get on a soapbox and complain about technology. (laughs) But, (laughs) but yeah, but at the same time, I, you know, I do think there's something really special about an object that you can hold in your hands and give to a friend or display somewhere on your coffee table. So, you know, that, the tangible nature of it was something that was really important to us too. We wanted to make something, you know, beautiful that you can actually hold in your hands. Um, I think uh, both Amanda and I are intensely nostalgic people. And so I think making something that could be a physical keepsake Mm -hmm. was also quite important. So yeah, I think having the physical record of what we've done just felt right. Yeah, well, I think it's it's so interesting to see that during the pandemic, especially because now nobody can touch anything or do anything. Like, remember months ago when people were scared to touch a doorknob and, you know, so it's, yeah. it's just the complete opposite of kind of how we've all been living for the last like year and a half. And now you're like offering mm-hmm. this like physical, tangible thing. It was also like, you know, 
a decision that you guys had to make. It's obviously much cheaper to produce an online virtual magazine. And in a way, I mean, it maybe not, depends how you go about it, but in a way it is also easier to reach a large group of people if you market it properly, Mm -hmm. like online. So doing it, Mm -hmm. like it obviously was really important and meaningful to you guys to have that physical copy and put it in Kamloops for people to see. So yeah, so we had a lot of distributors around town. Um, so it was in, like, there were some retail places. So, like, it was in Far and Wide. Um, it was in Crooked Crown. Um, it was in Essence Lighting. Um, it was also, yeah, like, in some um, cafes. It was in Motivo downtown. Um, it was at Red Collar. So, yeah, I guess places where, you know, people were able to gather in some aspect mm-hmm. yeah i think like we tried to put it in places where we knew that there was a lot of foot traffic and that people would be able to just pick it up and i think definitely there's of course like physical limits to having physical copies right you're not going to be able to distribute it the same way you distribute something electronically mm-hmm. but at the same time like it doesn't have the same excitement to be like oh i got a copy mm-hmm. right so yeah. i think that was a huge thing too when we first um released it there was just like this stream of feedback we got on social media, you know, on Instagram of people posting photos of it in their Mm. hands. And that was just so exciting to be able to see the physical copy in people's hands, um, you know, and in their homes. It just, it felt different than knowing that a whole bunch of people had opened up a file. Well, I think it's in a way it's the complete opposite of the pandemic in and how we've been living in the sense that it is like physical and tangible, but then it's also kind of goes along with it in the sense that it kind of causes you to slow down, which is like something we've all kind of had to do. Like mm-hmm. it, you can't just like pull it up on your phone, skip it really quickly. Like it's something that you have to go out and find and buy. And then like, yeah, like you said, like keep it and have it. And that is kind yeah. of, you know, alongside the pandemic with, you know, just kind of slowing down and not just having everything on your phone. Yeah, for sure. I think we spent a lot of time on screens this year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so having something, sure. having something physical to read was nice. Mm-hmm. That's so true. people who are in your magazine, like, how do you do that? Do you do like an interview with them and then you write up an article or how does that, how does that work for people who might be interested in being in your magazine? Yeah, for sure. So um, I guess the first part is reaching out to Marissa. <laughs> and um, she kind of talks to people about, you know, the the nitty gritty of how we get it done. Um, and then we would usually book a photo shoot with Natalie. So Natalie's our photographer, and she is so talented. I mean, the photo shoots we do are usually so much fun. And she has this way of like capturing that mood and getting it on the page, which is incredible. She just, yeah, she's a magician. And to me, like, as much as I love writing, I know that to a huge extent, the photos are sort of the soul of the magazine because they capture that feeling of when we were together and shooting and um, she does just an amazing job of that. And that's one of the benefits of being in the magazine is you get um, some professional Mm -hmm. photos done. Um, for your brand so there's some great value there and then I'll usually conduct an interview depending on the feature I might not do a super in-depth interview but if you're doing something that you know has more of a story behind it more in-depth and then Amanda does the layout 
Um, so that's, I guess, the, the team run through. <laughs> so what can we expect for your next mm-hmm. issue? There is a flurry of activity going on in the group chat. Marissa has been so busy. We have got so many amazing people lined up. Um, we shot Centered Space Organizing yesterday, and cool. she is just so cool. So um, I think we might have some like organization tips from a professional, cool. which would be pretty cool. <laughs> um, and I mean, that's, I feel bad only listing one, but I also don't want to go down a rabbit hole of listing every single person. <laughs> don't want to give it away. Not by the magazine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, so it seems like there's going to be a ton of people that are going to be featured so that's exciting so can we still buy the magazine like in stores or because things are closed down you won't have them in stores or how so the magazine's free oh cool yeah wow i didn't know that yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, so you don't need to buy it um so currently there's probably a couple copies of issue one left at essence lighting um so if you want one um essence is still open um Mm -hmm. for retail so you can wander in there check out all of their cool lighting and um, they have some of the best vintage furniture in town so hot tip (laughs) so you can go have a look there and um, pick up a copy there should be some still hanging around there um and then we're hoping to release issue two kind of late summer early fall Mm -hmm. depending on how everyone's schedule goes um, you know, we're all, all of us who do this also work full time. <laughs> so we're, we're working on it. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully they'll be available in a couple months. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. So, and I'm also, um, currently, um, writing some exams to bring my law degree to Canada. Nice. Um, because I have an Australian degree, I've got to like prove equivalency. Um, one of the unexpected drawbacks of never thinking I would be practicing in Canada is going, oh, now I actually have to bring my degree here. <laughs> right. Uh, do you think you'll stay in Kamloops? Yeah, I think that's the plan. Um, it definitely was It was never the plan. And then, um, yeah, over the last year, I think we've had a complete change of heart being here. So, um, yeah. so yeah, my husband was... Um, born and raised in Hobart, Australia. Um, oh, and, really? Yeah. My sister did her um, doctorate degree in Hobart. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, very cool. It's one of the most beautiful places in the world. I love she it. She loved it. She said it was a lot like Victoria, so she said it was very familiar. Yeah, that's that's what I think as well, and that's what my husband has said too. Oh, that's interesting. That's <laughs> um, cool. But, um, yeah, so actually when the pandemic started so i was i had taken this temporary position in the netherlands so we had planned to be apart for a little bit of time but he was going to come visit me in europe and so we were going to be apart for about two three month blocks and then we were going to get married after that mm-hmm. but what happened is because i was in europe and he was in australia when it all started locking down. I, I mean, I no longer had a permanent visa for Australia mm. and I didn't have uh, any kind of permanent visa for the Netherlands. So I had to come back oh, to wow. Canada and um, we ended up being separated for about nine months. Oh. Um, oh my gosh. Because he was in Australia and um, their government wasn't letting anybody leave. Right. So he had to apply for special permission to leave the country. And even when that was granted, 
wasn't able to get a flight. So we were in limbo. We had no idea when he was going to be able to get here. So he finally got here in October. So we were separated from January to October. Oh, and wow. we, yeah, it was, we went from living in a one bed or like, um, we lived in a studio apartment. We lived in a studio apartment for four years together. Um, so the closest possible um, quarters. And then to being on opposite continents for nine months. So we've lived at both extremes. And you made it. Um, so you made it. So you're... <laughs> No I know. Matt made yeah. his first weekend out of quarantine. We got married, so I figured I'm like, "There's nothing this world can throw at us now. Oh, We're obviously set. Amazing. We'll just get married." Yeah, so it worked out. It worked out really well. That's awesome. Oh, I love it. That's so great. Can you plug where people can hear of, like, find you guys? Where they can look? Yeah. Follow. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so we're on Instagram as um, Bonami Meg. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's worth giving us a follow. Um, And then if you are after a hard copy, um, I would recommend copying into Essence Lighting. My my mom owns Essence Lighting, so. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing, shout out, Essence Lighting, hello. (laughs) There's a little little plug, a classic Kamloops Mm -hmm. um, sort of overlap. I'm like, yeah, they're really great. My mom runs it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so. That's just the nature of Kamloops. Yeah. That's so, and you guys have a Facebook page as yeah. well? Same deal? Um, I... You do. I think you have a Facebook I, page. I, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, you are more in the loop yeah. than I am. I, I don't think... <laughs> That's so funny. If we have a Facebook page, I have no control Guys, they have it, a so. Facebook page. You heard it here first. I creeped it. I found it. I liked the photos. They have a Facebook page. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you for your continued support. (laughs) We have two wrap-up questions that we ask all of our guests. They're just kind of fun. All right. So the first one is, could you please plug a local business in Kamloops or wherever that you think our listeners should discover? Um, I always recommend The Pond in Barnhartvale. They have... The best food in town, in my opinion. Um, They do like sort of Mexican inspired food. Oh, I've never heard. It's incredible. Really? Really? Uh, I'm going to go. I'm Blackwell. I should know that. I'm Barnhart Vale. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's it's got a little restaurant. They've got a little like gift shop area. They've got some like garden supplies out the back. I think they've got their patio open. So if you need to go sit in the sun and have a burrito, I love that. They do amazing margaritas. Um, And actually, I think it's for sale right now. So I think it's important to plug that too, because someone needs to take it over and make sure that it continues because I I cannot live without their You guys, any angel investors listening to the podcast right now, go and buy the pond. I'm going to go because in case that they get at the golf course. I'll go talk to all the rich golfers. I'm on it. I'm working Mm -hmm. tomorrow. I'll go right now. Good. I'll work the magic. Yeah, perfect. Oh my gosh! So it's that's the, what we need. Oh. I'm gonna go check it out in case that it doesn't continue. Too. Definitely need to support it and check it out. What is a boss chick anthem? <laughs> a song that you or the girls or whatever a song that pumps you guys up when you just need it. We have a playlist on Spotify with all of our guests, and it's like the best pump up mix now because we add everyone's song to it. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, well I'm gonna listen to it. Amazing. Um, so. Amanda is our Bonami DJ, and 
she will kill me that I'm going to say um, Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh my probably my go-to. I love Carly Rae Jepsen. She's a Canadian. Yeah. She slept a on. Hero. Yeah, exactly. So lately, um, what have I... Probably run away with me. Oh, that's probably the one. one I've been bumping. That's that one that's like so. I really, 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 really like you. It's so good. <laughs> I think that's the title. Yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> probably got yes. Yeah, <laughs> so I think that's it. But pretty much anything from the emotion album, mm. yes, slaps. I so <laughs> I completely agree. Yeah. That's awesome. She's a Canadian Idol, wasn't she? I, I don't, don't remember. remember. <laughs> I should not. Oh, you were a Carly Rae Jepsen fan, Taylor. I'm kidding. Yeah, exactly. Some <laughs> poser Carly Rae Jepsen Exactly. <laughs> that was so refreshing to hear, but also her yeah. view was amazing. So loved filming that the entire time. No, I completely agree. What an interesting story how she mm-hmm. ended up back in Kamloops, hey? Honestly, I always think that, like, even with COVID, and I know, like, a lot of bad things have happened, and, like, we always say we are mm-hmm. so blessed and we've been so fortunate with everything with COVID. Totally. We have not experienced it to any extent extent related to other yeah. people but it's so cool to see the stories of how people's lives have ended up as a result of COVID and in a way you kind yeah. of think like like they're in a positive way but she never maybe would have come back to Canada never would have started mm-hmm. this magazine we wouldn't be talking to her today if like COVID didn't happen for her like and it got her married yeah. they had this beautiful ceremony that they never would have had like <laughs> I don't know it's just it's so cool for it's me to cool. see that stuff yeah it's kind of poetic like how the world has to slow down for you to kind of see the Ooh, priorities maybe that. a little bit edgar allen 2.0 cassandra blackwell oh. on the pod shout out maybe a little bit less dark a little bit less scary um positive poe hashtag positive poe oh my god i love that um i love hearing about local businesses i know and places that i've never heard of especially in Kamloops, which you don't think is that big but like she said it's just like crazy how much it's always growing. can discover new things in your hometown Yes, and you can discover them and learn about more people by listening to our Gosh Darn podcast. Absolutely. We always have a local shout-out of every mm, guest, mm, and mm. you should listen to right to the end. Make right a little list, end. write it down, your local shout-out, and you can find amazing new places to explore. Yes, and you can hear our voices just sharing it with you, which... Soothed. Soothing. Educated. Educated. A better person. A better human being. Better human being. After the BCP. And, and helping our data analysis with your support. Mm. Do us a fave. You listen already. Press download. Subscribe. It's super easy. And it makes our day. Leave a review. Leave, leave a, a review. review. We're thinking um, a little social media idea would be oh. like posting some of our reviews on the gram just to like. It's the first time hearing of this. <laughs> and um, totally thought about it for like so long now. And mm-hmm. if you want to be featured on our gram, Feature you have to leave a review. Gram. All right, that is it for us this week. <laughs> the bosses are out. The office is now closed. And we will see you in two weeks.